0: That's one Pratt-a-lone. oh one. Prattloni's hardware and garden <laughs> stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number one one seven eight, October twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. The anniversary. let me see, five and two. What's nineteen ninety two from twenty twenty three? Twenty one years.
1: 31 years. 31. Thirty one years. Thirty one. I had a hole
0: in one on this day. Oh so now, wow! Did
1: you know, that cost you any money? Uh, it almost did. Yeah.
0: 82 degrees on this day in 1989. The, the,
2: the, the only guy on the planet that lied about a hole-in-one so he didn't have straight. to
0: buy the no, bar No, that was, that was my second shot. No, that was, no, no, that was a I bar I did not three. lie about it. I just, the insurance ran out, and I damn near <laughs> broke my leg running to say, stop. Uh now it was 82 degrees on this day in 1989. That was a number of days in a row now for 1989. I wonder if the goofy weather people on TV went crazy and said that's never happened warming. before. Yeah, and 12 degrees chilly day uh, in 1887.
1: Hail the flashlight king!
0: Hail you. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Revers manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Haidt in the Newsroom, and, of course, the Rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Susher. John Haidt is back. Uh, John, you would have enjoyed uh, talking with Mary Gabriel, who has written a book called Madonna, A Rebel Life. Yes. Uh, She mentioned... uh, Many musicians, including Nile Rodgers, who apparently joined Madonna at some point in her career, if not still with her. Material is that, girl, right? Isn't that what is, he is, is, she, is he still with her? I, I don't know.
3: I don't think so. I but you're a not.
0: big Nile Rodgers fan. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 It was very interesting. and we I will you
3: know, listen at some point. I yeah. have not had a chance yeah. to yet.
1: Speaking of the town council. Yes. We have a big announcement to make on the show that we... Kind of mentioned in passing towards the end of the program yesterday. Well, we also mentioned at the beginning.
0: Oh, no, we didn't. No, we only mentioned that to the
1: town council. That's right. Yes. That's right. Go ahead. (laughs) What? All right, I'll go grab my piece of paper. Oh, I I have it. I have it. I have it. (laughs) Got her. Uh, On
0: November 15th, that's a Wednesday, we will be at Tattersall for a town council meeting. Uh, that's for town council members, but you can easily still become a town council member. In fact, you should do it today. and And what this episode is going to be is an actual town council meeting. Various members of the audience will be given questions. I will be the mayor. I'm going to have my gavel, and uh, the rest of you, knuckleheads will be the council. You know, you're on the council representing various uh, districts in garage logic, and we'll have an actual council meeting. That's it. Sounds Tatterson. like I'll
2: uh, I'll be able to have a whole bunch of wobble pops before the event um, participation 100%. What's a wobble yeah. pop? You'll find out. Well, that and plus and plus uh,
0: you get a discount on
1: spirits in the shop there. So wouldn't that be great to load up for the holidays? That's right. So Uh Wednesday, November 15th, 5 to 7 p.m., join the GL crew and fellow town council members starting at 5 for a social hour with appetizers and whatnot, and the podcast will start at 6. This event is only open to town council members, and you must RSVP at garagelogic.com for a spot. If you're not a member yet, not a problem. Just sign up right now and reserve your spot. And as Joe mentioned, we will have a, an official town council meeting. Isn't it true that there's no charge for this? Right, but you have <laughs> to RSVP. Plus, you have to be a council and member. And you have to be a town council member. So if you email and say, well, I would like to go, this is the bet. you got to send it for the town council. And then if you are a member of the town council, you can RSVP for your ticket.
0: I understand
1: now.
2: Go. I've got an even better idea. How about if you put up a monitor in a chair... Up there on stage,
4: Robo Kenny,
2: and I'll just—we'll <laughs> just,
4: have that mouth that kind of moves a little bit. With the <laughs> mouth. I'll be here.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> a drought in South America has revealed long-hidden ancient carvings of human faces. Mm. Water levels of the Amazon River have dropped amid unusually sparse rainfall in Brazil, uncovering ancient art normally hidden by the shoreline. Among the rocks revealed by the drought are carvings of human faces dating from thousands of years ago. Mm. Archaeologists have been aware of the carved faces for years, but the low water levels have unearthed previously unseen specimens. Okay. The carvings appear to have been created by indigenous people before contact with European explorers. This region is pre, is a pre-colonial site, which has evidence of occupation dating back some 1,000 to 2,000 years, said archaeologist Jamie Oliveira, according to Reuters. What we're seeing here are representations of anthropomorphism Anthropomorphic figures. Interesting. Uh, This time we found not just more carvings, but the sculpture of a human face cut into the rock, he said. In addition to the faces, the rocks are also marked in a way that suggests indigenous warriors use them to sharpen tools or weapons.
4: So they were sophisticated. Just to
0: Amazon water levels dipped below thirteen meters this week with the Brazilian government attributing the phenomenon to climate change. To which I said hold up. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Something ain't right. You mean to tell me that the river was so low a thousand years ago or two thousand years ago that the people around at the time uh, we're carving various things into the rocks. Right. Uh, that would suggest to me that w- w- climate change would have nothing to do with the current low level of the river. It'll probably rain again in Brazil, and then the rocks will go unseen again for who knows how long. Right. But how uh, doesn't, this is, I, there, this is covered on many sites. I chose a Fox News site. Timothy... Nerozi is the is the reporter. And when I say reporting isn't what it used to be, I guess I mean, wouldn't it have occurred to the reporter to say, hold up, wait a minute, you're telling me this is climate change but you're also telling me that 2,000 years ago... The river was so low that people were carving faces into the rocks. This is now, in fairness to the reporter, no matter what cited it would have been, this might have been a news release from the uh, Department of Archaeology in Brazil, and nobody bothered to call and ask that question, or maybe they had no access to the government authorities who would have to comment on such a thing. But this is kind of silly to tell me this is climate change when... Well, it is climate change. You know why? Because it changes. Because it always changes. Right. It was changed uh, two thousand years ago. And org and Goog said, "Let's paint some faces on these rocks." Because the river is so low the, right the low's now. The low so low now, Goog. Right. We can go down there with a with a sharpened stone, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to put my girlfriend in there. There you go. Yeah. And I don't know what Org
4: did. Her gun, Goog. Yeah.
2: R- it would also blow them away to learn out that th- learn that there were ancient rivers that also dried up a long time ago, That's thousands right. of years ago. That's right. Goes so I just ways. thought
0: they'd mention that. I got kind of a chuckle out of it. A little chuckle. You frauds! You phonies! Come on! There is no climate change brought about by humans. Oh, do you want some
4: more on that? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I do. Mm-hmm.
0: We have a study out of Norway, and does, don't mysterians trust Norwegians? Yes. We love that whole Scandinavian socialism bit, don't we? They don't lie. Huh? They, we love that whole Swedish-Norway deal. They know how to live, man. Yep. Uh, a new study out of Norway is exactly what was needed to shut down the climate alarmist. Its findings show that man has not set fire to the planet.
2: <laughs> Where's this from? I read this yesterday.
0: I'm getting it from issuesandinsights.com. That's not it. Using theoretical arguments and statistical tests, we find, the researchers say, that the effect of man-made CO2 does not appear to be strong enough to cause systematic changes in the temperature fluctuations during the last 200 years. In other words, our greenhouse gas effect is so weak that it should be sidelined as an argument. From there, the bad news does get worse for the Greta Thunbergs of the world. But again, what she's up to and she doesn't know it has nothing to do with the climate. Even if recent recorded temperature variation should turn out to deviate from previous variation patterns in a systematic way, it is still still a difficult challenge to establish how much of this change is due to increasing man-made emissions of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases. The researchers from Statistics Norway, the government's official data agency, also addressed the apparent high degree of consensus among many climate researchers that the temperature increase of the last decades is systematic, while noting that it is certainly the impression conveyed by the mass media. But many of the true believers, of course, will not like this study because it's a roadblock in their plans to upend Western civilization. There's also a piece from the University of Alabama in Huntsville, climate scientists Roy Spencer and John Christie, who have submitted urban heat island effects in U.S. summer surface temperature data, 1880 to 2015. Huh. They've submitted that to a science journal. They believe they have, they have demonstrated that not only do the homogenized data set not correct for the effect of the urban heat island on temperature trends, but the adjusted data appear to have stronger urban heat island signatures than the unadjusted data. The bottom line is that an estimated 22% of the U.S. warming trend, 1895 to 2023, is due to localized UHI effects and that the effect is much larger in urban occasions. In other words, the temperature record we're expected to accept without question is a sham, an argument we've been making for more than 20 years. I guess by we, they mean this outfit called uh, Issues and Insights. And... uh, you can be I could be linked to the Norwegian study but it's uh, it's a lot of graphs and math got it you know. please don't do that then but, but insights and issues rights after so many decades we finally realize that nothing will make these people shut up they will continue swearing that ever every weather anomaly is caused by anthropogenic greenhouse gas emissions and go on recalculating their end of the world schedules in the same way that doomsday cults swear that they just got the day of doom wrong and then double down on the loco <laughs> this we will be the poorer financially and even intellectually this is from the issues and uh, insights editorial board insights and uh, issues was founded by seasoned journalists of the ibd editorials page our mission is to provide timely fact-based reporting and deeply informed analysis of the do- of the news of the day without fear or favor We're doing this on a voluntary basis because we believe in a free press and because we aren't afraid to tell the truth, even if it means we're targeted by the left. All right. Uh, they're, well, they're preaching to me and I'm in the choir. because mm-hmm. I'm a denier. You are a denier. I'm not a denier, Matt that the climate changes. You know that. Don't I know you, that. Matt?
4: It changes. she <laughs> go up, she yeah. go down, she
0: go all around. All you got to do is look at them faces in the river. Right. (laughs) 2,000 year old faces in
2: the Mm -hmm. river.
1: Hmm? Um, The river was down. Right. (laughs) But there's that whole erosion thing, and that's some good carving that if it held up, right?
4: They had some sharps, they were sharpening their sticks, so to speak.
0: What's this? One more note we'll move on from climate because. uh, there's nothing more to be said except what they just said in that piece. Uh, the, the the believers aren't going to change their mind because the goal they have in mind is much more nefarious and dire
4: than adjusting the temperature. They, uh, they ain't going away. They want to tell you what to do. They ain't going to tell me what to do. I ain't painting no faces. Well,
0: one more item on the climate. We have uh, uh, Mitra yeah. Jalali who... God help us, uh, should be defeated. She should not be on any city council in this country. She, mostly she raises a lot of money for Iran. Uh, What's wrong with that? She's now uh, suggesting, not suggesting, she's uh, advertising a St. Paul celebration of sustainability featuring council member Mitra Jalali. Uh, it is scheduled for Monday, November thirteenth, six to eight p.m. and you have to RSVP. And they want what they want to do is uh, be joined in looking back on their successes of 2023. I don't know what those. are How long been, is that list? And looking ahead to next year, it's a free event featuring Jalali with an inspiring message, followed by a big announcement from the Sustained St. Paul Board. Excuse me. I don't know what that, what that announcement would be. But uh, there's a reason I'm mentioning this. Uh, it's at the Dual Citizen Brewing Company on Raymond Avenue. Isn't that right over here? Yeah, we've yeah. been there. We have. I think I so. I don't recall every brewing. It's,
4: it's a new. We've been in that building. For a, a meeting, but I think it has changed hands. Yeah, since. I don't.
0: I don't recall ever appear appearing anywhere at anything called Dual Citizen.
2: We met room. with Rob
4: O'Brien for a.
2: It was a meeting there. I distinctly remember watching you try to back into a parking spot and <laughs> laughing my ass off. <laughs> yeah, we've been there. It was good times. May I? May I just
0: say what I was attempting to say? You were I don't, to I don't mm. believe at the time <laughs> it was called Dual Citizen.
2: I see. Correct. It's new.
0: I think we made that
2: clear to you. If you were listening. Well, here's
0: why we're going to uh, mention this. I'm sure it'll be fun. Uh, Mitra or her people provide transportation directions. Well, that's nice. You ready? That's very nice. This should be good. By bike. Okay. (laughs) Located off the Pelham Bikeway, part of the St. Paul Grand Round. Loads of bike racks. By rail. Green line to the Raymond Avenue stop. Walk one block southwest. By bus adjacent to Route 63 and 87. All are welcome. Bring your family or a friend, but please RSVP. There's no mention of how to get there by car. You
2: cannot get there if you're
0: driving a car. (laughs) Uh, If you have a car, obviously you wouldn't be bent on sustainability. Because these evil... Boy, I almost almost really, really really bad word. Yes. I have a back. question. Yes. Do you have the date of said event? I, I I believe I mentioned it. Yeah. Could you give that to me again? Monday, November 13th.
1: Okay. So if I want to hop on my bike in the middle of November. Yeah. You live down in uh, Iowa. Yeah. So would I take 169 on my bike? <laughs> yes. And then I would what take probably the Crosstown? Yes. Okay. I got gotcha. you. I'm just trying to think of the best route right. to get and to the stay, Pelham. Staying on the shoulder. Okay. Uh, although oh, although oh, I yeah. think
0: it could be argued that you would be an unnecessary attendee. You
1: don't live in the sustainable urban core. True, but I do work in St. Paul Yes, half the if day. If you're
2: riding your bicycle on the freeway, do you ride against traffic or Ooh, with that's traffic? That's a good point. Mm. Then How's that depends that on
1: what off-ramp you'd want to Do you take the on-ramp? As an off-ramp, then Kenny, if you're going to get the, the off-ramp ramp
2: as the on-ramp, that's Who true. Knows?
1: Are we on
0: Isn't that precious? So the directions are offered for biking, <laughs> light rail, and bus. Yeah, Isn't ride your bike precious? on November thirteenth. <laughs> you, you phonies.
4: That's where you know there. Uh, is that what
0: the wink and a nudge? No, she doesn't wink and nudge. This is what the this. She is all about reforming America. Uh, she mm. is not. Uh, she does not have our interests at heart. She has her own wow. interests at heart.
1: Come on down and meet the fellas. Come
0: on down and meet the fellas, but RSVP first. Right.
2: <laughs> I wonder if the uh, conversation will drift into crushing Israel. Um, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I would like to know. She that said- actually. Oh, sorry Kenny. Is it actually on the agenda there? Is say anything about discussing crushing Israel?
0: It, it wouldn't surprise me if that came up.
1: <laughs> she did note that there are tons of open bike spots. It'd be yeah. fun to see how many of those
2: open bike spots are actually used. You know what meeting. I like to do is I like to park my truck at an open bike
4: spot. <laughs> back <Okay. right> <laughs> from, from
0: here, from here, where is this place? Go so back down University Avenue towards Freda Freeman.
4: What of a vandalia? Then, yeah, and then go uh, north.
2: You would go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, if you've gotten Vandalia, no. you've gone too far.
4: No, this is by this is the one that's back by the railroad tracks. We have not been here.
2: Oh, this is a this is
4: the one. one that is back. You know, or the expressway yeah. where you can see those those buildings that are close to the tracks. Yes, there's an outdoor. Um, there's I, a brewery. You, here. you can stop right now.
1: Okay.
0: The reason I'm asking is it would be fun for one of us to check on the number of bikes that show up that's true and that it looks like one of us to be
1: me one of us lives on that route to get home (laughs) yeah but you're not going home at six true yeah
2: i don't think he's talking yeah i'm not talking about me yeah (laughs) so
0: talking about you i could do uh 15 of these i've cut it back to doing one a year okay um cancellation canceling halloween Halloween. I'll only do one this year, because they've become predictable and uh, inevitable, given the DEI crowd. Got it. A New Jersey school district canceled school Halloween celebrations, citing its diversity, equity, and inclusion values. And the potential for the festival to be offensive to people from various cultural and religious backgrounds. Mm. Okay. Dr. Ronald G. Taylor, he's the super of the South Orange and Maplewood School District, sent a letter to families on Oct 6, explaining why any Halloween celebrations in the district must be held after school hours. (laughs) As you know, we are committed to promoting See, if they were committed to promoting diversity, equity, and inclusion, then you'd have Halloween mm-hmm. celebrations. Mm-hmm. So these people are just really a little bit uh, backwards. Ask backwards, mm-hmm. as we like to say. Our aim is to build a consistent approach across the district as to how our schools observe and celebrate holidays and special events, Taylor wrote. Each year, questions arise from family, students, and staff about what our schools will be doing regarding Halloween. So we're going to cancel it. The district reflected on the following questions. Unreal. Is promoting school-sponsored Halloween activities creating indirect and unintentional financial hardships for students and families? Do school-sponsored Halloween activities violate the dignity of some students and families, either culturally or religiously? Does the promotion of school-sponsored Halloween activities create tensions with the equity and access values of our district? The supers letter continued. Ultimately, it was determined that I know this may make some uncomfortable and elicit some challenges across our community. However, in the end, I feel these recommendations align with our district's commitment to building equity. Isn't this something? It's something. On the district's website, another release stated principals were surveyed on whether school-sponsored Halloween celebrations should continue or be, ref- uh, be replaced with a festival that is focused on autumn. All right?
4: That ain't Halloween. They state
0: the principal's overwhelming response favored canceling Halloween in favor of celebrating autumn.
1: So you get the single or the double, I wonder oh. You can't find the button. Oh, uh, this doesn't work. Are you looking for the single or
0: I just you know nothing works on it, Chris. When I press the button, nothing works and it, <coughs> Really, uh, kind of blew the mood there, didn't it? Not you press on a, a thing to
2: play, and none of it plays. What do you got? See that, yeah, Chris? I see that. Maybe not rely on uh, tricky gimmicks to uh, <laughs> fill out. Well, your Kenny, show. it wasn't going to be a trick tri- tri- tricky gimmick. <laughs> it was going to be a song. Well, let your words stand alone.
3: Let your words stand alone. We'll figure it during the break. Okay. Oh, you mean we're not in break? Yeah. Are we on? on?
0: (laughs) Say, Grunhoffers is hiring. You want to get into the meat industry? You might as well go with the best. Let's go and see what they're featuring today. They're looking for help at both the Forest Lake and Hugo stores for part-time positions. Now, here's what we can get right now. You ready? Bavarian Oktoberfest bratwurst. Are you kidding me? How good is that? That's, uh, that's Bavarian Bratwurst. Tater Tot Hot Dish Bratwurst. Candy Corn Bratwurst. Uh, candy Corn is a popular Halloween candy if that does not affect you culturally. Correct. <laughs> pre-made meals. Fall is always a busy time of year and you're pressed for time. Try one of the new Grunhofer's pre-made meals. They're the perfect, convenient solution to saving time while still getting a delicious meal. How about this? Baked beans and ground beef hot dish. Yep. barbecue bean cups, cheesy potatoes, chili with beans, pulled pork, beef, chicken, and turkey, sloppy joes, Swedish meatballs, oh, taco yeah. meat, and tater tot hot dish. All of these wonderful products are available at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, the meat capital of Garage Logic, all of Gumption County, and, in fact, most of what used to be the free world. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, Right north of Hugo on Highway 61. You want to get your order ahead, call
4: 651-426-2800. The most debated question of all time. Bloody Marys or mimosas? What does it matter? Get a Grunhofer's beef and or chicken stick and throw that sucker right inside well, the drink. Well, that's part of the, the uh, uh, decorations, isn't that's it? That's what they're featuring the, right. uh, on their uh, Instagram today. Or
0: if you prefer the Forest Lake store, that's on 97 immediately east of 35. You can call there. 651 982 1182 Grundhofer's Old Fashioned Meats.
1: Go on line one oh. and we're rolling. What's that The, the oh. Earth is Not Your Mother. Yes. The Joe Susie Show. working now. So I fixed it. <laughs> Uh, moon
3: Motorsports. I want
0: I'm sorry, Kenny. Yeah, let me, ahead, let me get this out. Go ahead. I want to hear uh, more Dylan today. Not that this stuff. This is Dylan. Oh,
3: that is Dylan. Well, I,
0: that too. Yeah. Okay. Here's Kenny. Whoops.
3: <laughs> Wait
1: a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, moon. Moon giving That's us a number of reasons why right now is the best time of the year to buy a brand new motorcycle. The manufacturer incentives, they're at the peak right now. Uh, it's new year models. They arrive. Uh, so the manufacturers, let's, let's move the old ones. Stock replenishment at its best. Not only do we have the new models coming in, we still have last year's models sitting there. So, I mean, you have your choice. You can see all your choices at moonmotorsports.com. You can get zero payments. Until 2024, this financing deal and a free first motorcycle service deal at Moon Motorsports. And they are offering either free winter storage or free in-state delivery for all motorcycle purchases right now. That means if you're sitting in Ely and uh, you want to buy a motorcycle on the web, they'll either store it for you or they'll bring it up to you. Or if you're like me, you're just going to go right to Monticello and uh, throw a leg over a couple, two, three different models before you make that final choice. A moon, just a short drive from the Twin Cities to discover the most exciting power sports showroom in the area. It is an experience walking through those door, those doors uh, there, south side of 94 just west of Highway 25. I know you've seen that giant white cathedral sitting there next to the freeway. We're talking KTM, Husqvarna, Polaris, Can-Am, BMW, Triumph, Ducati, Yamaha, Honda, Ski-Doo, and now, dun-dun-dun, Gas Gas. They sell Gas Gas motorbikes. Uh, That's 11 brands in one shop, moonmotorsports.com.
0: Staff and
2: listeners, do you recall the horrifying
0: video from a month or two ago of the two teens driving in Vegas and they're filming their own horrible activity and they filmed themselves running down a fellow who turned out to be a retired policeman. And they killed him.
1: His name was Andre Probst. The last words before the collision was, let's get him. Mm -hmm. Well, they were in court yesterday.
0: Uh, I wonder how Mary feels about this one. Two teens accused of killing a 66-year-old bicyclist were seen laughing and smiling in the direction of the victim's family yesterday in court. Jesus Ayala, 18, and Jasmine Keyes, 16, both faced charges of murder in connection with the fatal hit-and-run crash that killed Andreas Probst. The retired police chief's widow and daughter... 60-year-old Crystal Probst and 27-year-old Taylor Probst said they saw the two two teenagers laugh in their direction and flip them off when they were waiting for Tuesday's hearing to start. Wow. Crystal Probst, would be the daughter, said, no, I'm sorry, Crystal's the mom. The, uh, widow. the wife. Yep. Crystal Probe said she didn't let the two teenagers bother her, although she and her daughter believed that Ayala and Keyes were trying to intimidate them. The two have been indicted on charges of murder, attempted murder, failing to stop at the scene of a crash, battery, residential burglary, grand larceny of a vehicle, and possession of a stolen vehicle. Both have pleaded not guilty. I don't know how they could. They filmed themselves. And appeared on Tuesday before District Judge... Jacqueline Bluth, who set a September 16th trial date for the pair, meaning they'll what, they'll at least sit in jail until next September 16th. Keyes is accused of filming a disturbing video showing the two laughing and intentionally hitting Probst. They are also accused of hitting another cyclist earlier that morning and crashing into another car just before ramming into Probst. Wow. Police said the teens so- stole multiple vehicles during the cr- uh, crime spree, and then the uh, victims' family said, "How can you, how can you act this way? Uh, you you can act this way because it's a clear example of there being evil among us. Uh, I don't know any other way to explain this one. Uh, they're remorseless. Uh, I I don't know." Uh I wonder how Mary Moriality would handle this one.
2: Oh, they're just kids, Joe
0: because mary uh Mary won another one yesterday uh she uh
2: she got another one
0: released. Where is it?
2: So a gal is getting the s beat out of her by her uh co-parent. She calls. Uh, her brother? Is that what it was? Yep. Yeah. Uh, calls her brother. Her brother shows up to defend his sister's honor. Gets himself stabbed and killed. And the guy that does it, that not only beat up the co-parent and killed her brother, is uh, well, basically scot-free.
0: Relatives and friends of Antonio LeVar Moore, 37, filled the Hennepin County Courthouse hoping to see Judge William H. Coke. Reject the plea deal for Demetrius Lamar Harris, 28, of New Hope. As part of the deal, Harris pled guilty last month to manslaughter, and in exchange, the Hennepin County Attorney's Office agreed to drop a second-degree murder charge that would have carried a higher presumptive sentence. When Harris was charged in May, Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriality issued a statement saying her thoughts were with the Moore family. yes especially his sister, who he was protecting during the incident. Moriari added that her office would aggressively prosecute the case to hold Mr. Harris accountable. Well, you didn't hold him accountable, Mary. Mary's spokesman, Nick Kimball, said uh, that the prosecutors agreed to the pre-deal. Excuse me while I turn the page. They agreed to the pre-deal, uh the plea deal because Harris had a reasonable self-defense claim. What? And based on the evidence, second-degree manslaughter was the appropriate charge. So you go to the house where, because uh, your sister called. Mm-hmm. Because she's living with someone who's, who's uh, physically well, abusive. The,
2: I don't think she was living with him, but they were co-parenting their kids.
0: And he's beating her up. Yep. So she calls this guy? Yeah. He stabs the the guy.
2: Yeah, the guy shows up, he gets stabbed. And that's okay because it was a reasonable self-defense claim. Okay. And we don't know what kind of fight it was. I'm assuming they were just throwing hands. I don't know.
0: Well, the guy who got stabbed is not a good guy.
2: Yeah, well,
3: in this case he was. He was the brother. He was the brother. Of, of the, the girl Orleans. who was getting beaten by the uh, co-parent.
2: And he was also a father oh, okay. she, to, a, to a 12-year-old and an 8-year-old. I was going to I had two kids.
0: I'm confused.
2: I can tell. <laughs> the, the,
1: the guy who was stabbed, Joe.
0: Was the guy doing the, abu- the abusing? No. No, no. Now, see, that's what confused me. So that's why I said the guy who got stabbed is not necessarily a good guy. I'm not suggesting he should have been killed. I'm just saying he was a bad guy in this case.
2: No. Well no. No. Let's start from the beginning. (laughs) Guy A is beating the S out of the gal. Right. The co-parent. The gal calls guy B. Guy B who is the
1: brother? The brother. The brother brother of the woman. Correct. The brother of the woman. The brother of the
2: woman shows up. They start throwing hands. Guy A, the bad guy, stabs the brother, the Uh, good guy.
0: I got it. I'm sorry. And Guy A
2: is the one who... I got it. Slap on the wrist. Right.
1: I got it. Pat on the head. Who Mary ruled with an iron fist.
2: Couple Uh, of cookies sent on his way.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. I get it. You good now? Yes. Okay.
4: Got her. Crystal. Crystal.
0: Moore's sister called him for help after Harris punched her twice in the face. She and Harris were co-parenting their child. When Moore arrived at the Brooklyn Center apartment, the men got into a fight. Harris stabbed Moore and fled. He was arrested that night and charged three days later. I got it. And Mary has uh, arranged for, uh, what did he get, a couple of months in the workhouse
2: and then probation? Um,
3: I it's two years, I think. Yeah, he'll
2: be out of custody in two years, and he's two getting years. credit, I think, for six months. Well, why mm-hmm. didn't
0: he go to jail for 25, 30 years?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's, that's not how Mary
2: rolls, geez. right? And uh, the guy said, Well, I'm sorry for your loss, yeah, Harris. I Harris. said, I'm sorry for your loss. Two kids, Joe.
0: Mm-hmm. okay the weather is uh i did make some calls i said yesterday i got a lot going on yep i got a lot of my mind around the old house got it so i've been getting stuff fixed and worked on and, and now i gotta call my garage door guy my garage door guy is the whole family this
1: has finally made it to that it,
2: portion of the it's, list
0: it's moved to the top of all right the list. good Precision garage door of the Twin Cities. I'm
2: beginning to doubt whether or not you're going to make the call. Uh, and I'm sure the Precision Garage Door people are listening. What you guys need to do is just show up. Yep. Because he's not going to get around to calling you. Just show you up. Know, I, no,
0: and I am going uh, to call because she's making some bad noises. We're heading into winter. I don't want that thing to act up. I want them to take care of it, and they will. They work oh, weekends. They don't even charge extra for weekends. They serve the metro and western Wisconsin. And when you write this number down in your in your telephone closet as your garage guy, you get the whole family, a GL family, Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Let's face it. Uh, there's a hundred of these places, right? Two hundred, five hundred garage door outfits. You need the right one. These are the these are the right people, and they'll take care of everything, including, you know, a couple times it, uh, because of timing issues. My garage door was twice back through, and uh, and and <laughs> timing and, issues. Yeah. Were, and and the, the report I got was, well, my timing was off. Yeah,
4: and, I do remember that. Uh,
0: yeah and i would have had to call a precision door in that case but that was before i was aware what was of the follow up
1: to my timing was off
0: Well, a new door no i meant verbally what was the t- uh, <laughs> at that point uh, there's nothing to be said okay there's nothing to be said you learn after many many years that uh,
4: even when you're right
0: what you're it's a 50 50, wrong. 50 90 yeah rule. you're partially i had wrong. a 50% chance of being <laughs> right i was going to be wrong 90% of the sure. time well what she does she comes down and she hits the opener uh that's on the wall Mm -hmm. right then gets in her car backing up thinking she's (laughs) got a time just right no she crashed through the door twice because her timing was off
2: it wasn't it wasn't all the way up but i that's still your fault that's my fault yeah it's my fault it should have
0: been up faster the garage door is too slow kind of opener (laughs) definitely her fault these are the kind of things i have to take up with precision garage door of the twin cities you fellas don't know what you're getting into here. No, we've got a lot of things we got what to take care of. What kind of speed
2: of. are we
1: talking about here yeah. with the new
2: door? <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> You've been warned. You've yeah. been warned.
0: Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Reach them at precisiondoormn.com or 612-263-6985.
2: Not a garage logic town council member. Here's what you're missing.
4: No, it's unfortunate that uh, Mark was told by his parents that he was allergic to beer and he would break out in hives if he had beer. Oh no! So he didn't. But as any good group of friends, what did we make him do? Drink the beer, and well. then he broke out with hives.
2: <laughs> well, that doesn't include whiskey, though, right?
4: Uh, we weren't that advanced yet. Can I ask you something? Yep. How much can you get if you rob a theater like the Grand View? It was all cash. Hundred bucks? No, it was all cash back then. Oh, on a Friday or Saturday back then? Yeah, there yes. was. Ain't no Netflix credit. back now then. Now they take bro. credit cards, but back then it was cash money. I'm gonna need all that. Yeah. yeah. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic
1: with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at GarageLogic.com. Here's a guy. Oh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> this guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Mm-hmm. Joe Zucheray.
2: Right
3: I'm making. Right
2: uh, uh, what? Go ahead. I'm sorry, Joe. Right. I was. Uh, going to Kenny or Johnny? I'm uh, making a list here, <laughs> um, and checking it twice. Uh, going to find uh,
0: out if you're naughty or nice.
2: Two weed whips. A pole saw, uh, an angry little rototiller that's hard as hell to hold on to, and a brand new hole digger thing that I just love. Those one, two, three, four, five items are all going to get dosed this afternoon. Well, not this afternoon, probably tomorrow. I'm busy this afternoon, but I got to dose them because, like Joe, I'm getting ready for winter And part of getting ready for winter is dosing everything. Dosing it with what, you ask? I think you already know the answer. Seafoam. Everything gets a dose. In the case of these items, tiny little tanks. They're just going to get a little cap full. We don't have to put a whole bunch in. Bought a can yesterday. Yeah, and uh, when we're talking little two-stroke run motors... Just a little dab will do you. That's all you need to preserve the cruddy gas. Actually, this isn't cruddy gas. It's that really expensive stuff. You buy a gallon of it in a in a tin. It's already pre-mixed, fifty to one. It's really expensive. It's but, gas. It, works, but it works really good. It's pre-mixed. You yeah. buy it at a small engine yeah. store. Um, but I just, I put a little bit in just to make sure everything fires up next spring. I love talking about seafoam. I love using seafoam. It's fast. It's easy to use. It means I don't have to drag my stuff into the guys into town or I don't have to tear down a carburetor on the bench. I hate doing that. It gets rid of rough idle and loss of power. All that is gone. Um, And it just makes life so much easier. And all it takes is just a little bit of sip to clean and lubricate the entire fuel system. A
3: wonderful product in a world of bad gas seafoam. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. This news is brought to you by North American Banking Company, an investigation underway today in Minneapolis after shots were fired overnight at Lake Harriet's boat launch on East Harriet Parkway. The Minneapolis Parks and Rec Board says a park police officer investigating a suspicious vehicle that was illegally parked and blocking access to the Lake Harriet boat launch at about five minutes to midnight last night when a man who claimed to own the vehicle came up to the officer. The uh, MPRB then says the man was uncooperative and combative with the officer and at one point fired shots in the officer's direction. The officer returned fire, but neither the suspect nor the officer was hurt. Authorities say the suspect ran off. And the officer called for help in finding him. Officers from both Park Police and Minneapolis Police responded and they did find the man a short distance away. He's not yet been publicly identified and the investigation is continuing. The board also says the officer involved in the incident did have a body camera on and it was active. Minneapolis police are investigating at the request of Park Police. Minnesota Representative Tom Ammer will not be House Speaker. He withdrew yesterday after opposition from some Republicans, including former President Trump. House Republicans then chose Representative Mike Johnson as their latest nominee for the House Speaker spot. Johnson of Louisiana is a member of House GOP leadership, a lawyer specializing in constitutional issues who had rallied Republicans around Trump's legal effort to overturn the 2020 election results they do plan on a vote later this afternoon and uh he actually Johnson has already been endorsed by Donald Trump and also by the fellow that uh, pretty much started all this Matt Gates.
1: Uh John this is from C-span Mike yes, Johnson sir. has officially been elected he received oh. 220 votes Jeffries uh, received 206 votes I thought so you we have a speaker of
3: the house. It says 220 on this. You need 217. Yeah, 217. Okay, all right. So Mike Johnson is the new speaker. Then yep. this just in. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome.
2: You got anything else to say about this, Joe? You're not going to make me say it, are you? I think it's worth noting. I think uh, you go ahead, Kenny. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to because I live out in the rural area.
1: And, uh, <laughs> I'll say uh, it. Go ahead, Chris. Why are we allowing this clown show to just continue to, to to fester in in both sides? Why why are why are we allowing a guy that doesn't even currently hold political office to pull the puppet strings on a on a particular party? What what what
0: the hell is and, going and, on? And just remember, uh, those people on
1: the third rail have nothing to do with us. Nothing. Nothing, yeah. including the guy that claims he's for the people. Right.
2: He's not going to stop and visit a farmer, whether you farm 8,000 acres, 800, or 8 acres. He doesn't like you. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, in other news, four Minnesota men have been indicted by a federal grand jury for their role in the national catalytic converter theft ring. Uh, the numbers in this story, I don't know if you guys saw this, pretty amazing. I thought federal prosecutors say John C. Cotton and Justin Johnson made about... $21 million over a two-year span by selling, what? Yeah, by selling stolen catalytic converters to buyers across the U.S. The indictment, which includes charges of transporting stolen property across state lines and money laundering, comes after federal investigators announced a national takedown last year that included searches here in Minnesota. The investigators say Cotton and Johnson oversaw an organized conspiracy that included street-level cutters and intermediary buyers. Cotton, Johnson, and others would buy the catalytic converters from thieves and sell them to buyers in New York and New Jersey. According to the indictment, unsealed Tuesday, federal investigators seized hundreds of converters, trucks, tools, and more than half a million dollars from homes and bank accounts. Two other men, So Mu and James Jensen, were indicted for buying and transporting the converters on behalf of Cotton and Johnson. Cotton tried to create the impression of a legitimate scrapping and recycling business by buying junk cars from individual sellers or at auctions to obtain titles or bills of sale, according to court filings.
0: Why does a catalytic converter need copper? Did you look that up, Rook? Or... Yep. Is, aren't they stealing the copper? Isn't that what it's, they want?
2: It's more than that. There's uh, precious other precious metals. And, in
0: and why does a catalytic converter need those materials?
2: Well, because it's spewing. Uh, the exhaust spews.
0: Uh, but uh, the what, catalytic what, what converter property stops. does copper entertain that it S- stops spewing?
2: Inhibits the spewing. Why takes copper? All the, takes why all not? the fun out of owning cylinders.
1: According to IOP science, it can reduce the CO exhaust emission by 16% with the addition of copper to the catalytic Again, converter.
0: Again, but I'm wondering, why copper? But I don't want to dwell on it. I want John to continue. Okay. I say, why not?
3: Yeah. All I can say is the copper in the catalytic converters can cause conniptions. All right, thank you. You'll
4: never get me, copper. Yeah, ah, see? I love my Cadillac <laughs> converter.
3: <laughs> I just showed my age because all I could think of was that old Jack Webb, Johnny Carson bit with the copper clappers. Oh, oh, they uh, been yeah, yeah, the copper clappers. That's, that's why I said that sentence with all season. Yeah. I'll just shut up no, okay. now. Old reference
2: lost <laughs> on younger audience. Very much At my
3: show, yes. Former
0: It was Bob and Ray-like, wasn't it, John?
2: It was Jack yeah, Webb Johnny yeah. Carson.
3: Oh, very subtle humor. Very yeah. subtle. Who copped the <laughs> ca- copper clappers? Club book that was yes, good. Sir, I'm sorry I'm that's
4: sorry. okay I was just gonna say at one of my former uh employers Are you' looking up what I told you in me? the break room yeah it doesn't it okay. doesn't say right. it. nobody cares Joe um <laughs> it was uh, discussed in the break room that somebody has been stealing the Cadillac converters yeah where that Cadillac <laughs> converter at I'm not turns, them into, I'm not it turns them into. Turns them into Lincoln. I didn't even correct it. I just, I'm, I just let it go. You
3: know, I shouldn't do this, but that's how my wife says it too, and I try to correct her every time, but she can't say the word catalytic. I don't know why. Would it catalytic? Uh, like, would that you know,
1: same uh, discussion have then transformed into climate control?
3: Yes. Yes, Clementine. And, Clementine. And
2: can, I, can I borrow your truck, right. which isn't a
1: truck?
4: Right, that's spot on. Right. <laughs> oh, I see. You want to go for That boss. guy, yeah.
2: that guy should have his own podcast.
3: <laughs> the uh, Minneapolis it. Fire Department says I that their investigation it. into the fire that broke out at the former Kmart in Minneapolis is finished, but both the origin and cause of the fire are undetermined. Additionally, MFD says with the help of some other departments, they searched for any possible victims in the area of the building using cadaver dogs and infrared technology. No victims were found. Initially, Assistant Minneapolis Fire Chief Melanie Rucker said at a press conference on the day of the fire that looking in the collapsed section for any trapped victims was dangerous and difficult at that time. The building was set to be demolished anyway in the spring. MFD says the start date and timeline for the demolition will be released in a few days. city of Minneapolis still taking feedback from the community about how to develop the site after the former store is completely gone.
0: Let me uh, quote Bill Glan of the American Experiment. They've mm-hmm. just given up, haven't they?
3: Yeah. I They've mean, we, up. you know the
2: homeless burned it down. You're just, you're no, just no, 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 up. no, 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 no. The unhoused. The unhoused. Get it get They're
3: it just right.
0: giving up. Yeah. They just, okay, building burned down.
3: Did they find any accelerants, John? Anything? Nothing. They said nothing. They found nothing oh. that would indicate that anything started the fire. So,
0: interesting.
3: We didn't <laughs> start the fire.
0: Now, see, that <laughs> well, building dude, would have been another dude. candidate for my idea. How many small living units could you have had inside there? 50? 100? More than that. That place was huge. But, but my idea is not working for anyone.
3: Uh, at this point, while Joe's ideas are not working, let's take a break and hear from our buddy, the Rookster.
4: Let's do that. And uh, once you are going to go to a certain website, I'm going to give you, you're going to find a whole bunch of information. I love the fact that Minnesota Masonic Charities has got a long list of so many charities, scholarships, buildings. They help just about everybody at every age possible. From the young trying to communicate to young people uh, that are students with scholarships and possibly toward the end of your life, you may need a place to stay. Well, the Minnesota Masonic Charities has got a great campus in Bloomington, and they take care of the elderly. Now, if you're looking for a list of Masons across the, I don't know, globe and over the last several hundred years, you can do that. You can Google that yourself. There's some pretty big names, and you're going to be impressed. And all of those people were either at the top of their careers, or they were world leaders, or they were just really good people. Well, that continues today in 2023. Minnesota Masonic Charities is online at mnmasoniccharities.org. There's so much information on their website, the history of the Masons. Yeah, the funny handshakes and the secret meetings, but the secret's out now. They want you to know more about them so you can see the good that they do. No secrets, none of that stuff mnmasoniccharities.org I'm I'm ready. You are?
1: Are you sure you're ready? Truth, justice, and the suzerain. You know what you're ready for. A better banking experience, Joe Souchere. It is the season. North American Banking Company, proud supporters of John's very average newscast, but they are here (laughs) to serve you and your family with all of your banking needs. I made the switch a couple of months ago. You should, too. North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated. Here's why that's a big deal. That means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They are not sent out of state. So for all of you business owners... That means you're going to be able to solve problems quickly and expand your business with confidence. Six convenient locations to serve you. My location's in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. They get it. They understand that there's a lot of banking options, so they do offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. So, Check them out online today, nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com to learn more. North American Banking Company member FDIC
3: is an equal housing lender. In other news, and before I forget, thanks to Mike for reminding me of this. Mike always sends really good emails. And to Chris for reminding me of this. Uh, Dean Phillips, it appears on Friday, will go to New Hampshire and register to run in the primary. And, uh, he- <laughs> Oops, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He will be running against Joe Biden, of course, as a Democrat. And uh, there also is already on the road, at least being tested out, a Dean Phillips bus, it appears. So Got to have a bus. Spotted,
2: spotted yeah. in Ohio, I believe. Got to have a bus. Yeah. I have a theory about this.
0: I have a theory that <laughs> Phillips is running with the permission of the party's inner circle. That, <clears throat> uh, that we have, we don't want, they don't want Biden to run. Because they think he's too old. Okay. And so what what Phillips is is laying the ground for Biden to realize that maybe his time has come and gone. You're not going to be running Joe, and, and Joe will see that with Phillips, and then Phillips will pave the way for somebody who can actually win.
4: Swoop in Because
0: Phillips can't win because nobody knows who nobody he is. Nobody knows who he is. But he's, is. Well, he's a harmless guy, he hasn't made any enemies. Okay. And so the, the He's safe. The big cigar said, "Dean, you run, because we have to start planting the idea with Uncle Joe here that that he's not going
2: to be the candidate. That's but, my theory. So you don't think that Phillips stands a chance? No, no.
0: no why I- would
2: they? Why would they run him? I then? just gave you my theory. Just, I, just I don't, to soften I'm not- up
0: to soften up Joe <clears throat> to the idea that Joe, it's you're not going to be running in next year."
2: So who are they really going to run? I
0: at? don't know who they're really going to run. they got to come up with somebody they Gavin think they Newsom. can win.
2: You,
1: well, you took God the words out, out of somebody. my mouth. He's
0: a communist.
1: <laughs> well, but what if the Democratic Party came to Dean Phillips and said, we need you to ride the bus? And if he said, I don't ride the bus, well, but if, if I, I did, they would have to uh, okay. own
0: presidential bus. Right.
2: <clears throat> so our buddy, uh, Scott Johnson, who works at Powerline Blog, is related to Dean. Um, they're cousins. Oh. And he wrote a very interesting piece, um, kind of a personal piece, about his cousin Dean in today's Powerline blog. All right. Saying what? Was, did Dean make a great president? Uh, just kind of backgrounding us on who he is and that Dean um, really believes in what he's doing, et cetera, et cetera, and he's not phony, you know, on and
0: on and on. Right, and he's going to be the one that they've allowed to run. they
2: you go get him, Dean, and we'll
0: and let, let Joe see this, and that's going to help Joe but realize. But Dean, Dean can't be so stupid as to not realize that. No, I so, think Dean's a willing... I think Dean is a willing teammate. Get his name teammate. out there. Get his I, name
2: think, out I there. think
0: he's acting in the role of a willing teammate
2: for his party. That's my thing. And then elsewhere... Where was it? Oh, it was on Alpha News. Minnesota Democrats call on Phillips to resign uh, to challenge Biden. Yeah. They're, and uh,
0: again, all of that to soften up Biden for the idea that uh, uh, I'm, I'm not wanted in 2020. But
1: this is on par or parallel with uh, who was the, the dummy that ran for oh. governor. Corey Heppola. I mean, wh- wh- who are you kidding? No one's yeah. going to vote for you. Wait, I'm tossing my minute. hat
2: in the rig. I did a Chris Reavers. I read the headline. I didn't read the story. Boy, Now, now <laughs> I'm reading the story, and it's completely the opposite of what I said. They want him to resign because they're disappointed in him oh, oh no
1: that's oh, what your dad
3: I, says to you boy if i had to call on every congressman i was disappointed in to resign i know we'd be all day long, long man, virtually man. all of them <laughs> the best line though about
1: yeah. the dean phillips bus was the first bus powered by vodka mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty good one. <laughs> he's from his family yeah yeah phillips yeah. phillips yeah. distributing yeah.
3: In other news, uh, I'm going to use the term Roundup a lot in the next couple of minutes, okay? All uh, right. First, let's go with a Mideast Roundup. Oh, the Roundup. Uh, US-
1: Do you need a whip? Jeez. US- I sec- love Roundup.
2: I thought we were going to go rural and talk about Roundup-ready corn. <laughs> That's what I thought. Roundup <laughs> yeah. the weed killer. <laughs> Joe yeah. likes to
3: talk corn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Uh, Warning Iran that the U.S. would respond decisively to any attack by its proxies. The U.S. has accused Iran of assisting a renewal of attacks on U.S. forces based in Iraq as part of a coalition there. Uh, Israel struck infrastructure belongings to the Syrian army, including mortar charges. All of that happened because they said Syria fired a rocket toward Israel and Hamas launched a massive rocket barrage on Tuesday afternoon to, at Israel injuring at least 5 Israelis they hit the cities in Holon Tel Aviv Kfar Saba and Yavni, while the barrage sent more than 1 million running for cover, uh, cover excuse me all of the wounded were said to be lightly injured uh, in another roundup in a courtroom showdown five years in the making, Donald Trump's fixer turned foe, Michael Cohen, testified he worked to boost the supposed value of the former president's assets to whatever number Trump told us to. Meanwhile, his final chief of staff, that would be Trump's Mark Meadows, apparently has spoken with special counsel Jack Smith's team at least three times this year, including once before a federal grand jury, which came only after Smith granted Meadows immunity to testify under oath. And at the end of this roundup, Jenna Ellis, a pro-Trump lawyer who amplified former President Trump's claims of election fraud, uh, pleaded guilty as part of a deal with prosecutors in Georgia. She apologized. Uh, she is the fourth defendant to plead guilty in the Georgia case. She said she agreed to be sentenced to five years of probation, pay five grand in restitution, and perform 100 hours of community service.
0: See, my theory would go so far as to include the idea that the party insiders said to the Minnesota delegation, you guys pretend you're mad at Phillips for doing this, and that'll show that Phillips has the resolve to run, and that sends an additional message to Joe.
4: What a practice we deceive Mm -hmm. when we... Set what a web, web we
0: yeah. weave when we huh? practice two. Well, the, the Democrats are
4: very good at politics.
0: They're yeah, very good. Yeah, at they very good at it. The Republicans uh, don't exist anymore. There's probably at least three or four different Republican parties within the within the uh,
3: under the roof in in uh, Washington. <laughs>
2: hmm.
3: Another roundup, sort of. I'm going to cheat a little here. Uh, we had some deaths. I, in if the you do that world.
0: again, you'll have to leave. I'm sorry. Uh, and you'll leave and then
4: never come back. Okay. You won't get Johnny's story. never come back. All
3: right. uh, uh, <laughs> deaths, Richard Roundtree, who played Shaft, of course. Can you dig it? The, the original movie, 1971, has died. Roundtree was 81 years old. He had cancer. He was a bad Mom. Oh. You shut, your mouth.
0: shut your mouth. Rookie, I bet there was a lot of narration in Shaft movies.
3: Um, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Though it wasn't uh, his cause of death, Roundtree was also a well-known breast cancer survivor. He was diagnosed in 1993. He became an advocate for greater breast cancer awareness among men. I, I didn't know men know that. got breast cancer. I like his well, jacket. I didn't know that.
4: Shay, where you get that jacket at?
3: Couple of deaths since we last did a, a news report on the show. Burt Young, the actor, the very burly Queensbred actor. We all know him, uh, known mostly for Rocky. Mm-hmm. Hey, Paul. Uh, he died. Friends Bert, don't know Paulie. They do because they want to do. Mm-hmm. Very good. Burt died at the, no, oh. at the age of 83. That's Rocky. At the age of 83, Burt Young. young he you
4: was giving me the sticking X-Lax watch.
3: <laughs> he job? was also was also in Once Upon a Time in America and Chinatown. Uh, he amassed more than 160 film and television credits, usually playing a mob boss, a street smart detective, or a bedraggled working man.
0: Well, in uh, one of the Rockford Filed yeah. episodes, he was the bedraggled wino working man.
3: There you go. He had that look. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, and last death, uh, certainly not least, a rock and roll death, Dwight Willie. Died last week. Pioneer became what became known as Power Pop. He had a couple of top 40, actually, top 20 hits. Several really good rock albums died last week at the age of 72. Twilly and bandmate Phil Seymour had a hit in 1975 with the song I'm on Fire, stomping pop rocker that hit number 16. They called themselves the Dwight Twilly Band and, uh, you know how it goes in rock and roll bands. That would cause a rift between the two because Phil's name wasn't part of the name of the band. As a solo artist, Twilly hit number 16 again in 1984 with a song called Girls that featured a counterpoint vocal by Twilly fan and friend Tom Petty. Just a week before his death, the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame announced his induction. Authorities say Twilly was alone in his car when he had a massive stroke, lost control of his vehicle, and hit a tree. He died later at a local hospital with his family by his side again Dwight Twilley was 72
0: that song I'm on fire was a pretty good song
3: if I recall great, the correctly. Good, great, yeah. I'm on fire girls was a great song yeah. too very good uh, he had an album called Twilley Don't Mind or they did I guess it was they then uh, that was uh, very good Other news, off-duty pilot facing 83 attempted murder charges after he allegedly tried to shut off the engines of a plane mid-flight admitted yesterday to taking psychedelic mushrooms two days before. according to new arrest documents, 44-year-old Joseph Emerson was riding in the cockpit of the plane as an authorized occupant on Sunday night when he's unsuccessfully trying to disrupt the engines about halfway between Astoria and Portland. In the official criminal complaint, Emerson is stated to have been sitting in the cockpit's jump seat when chatting with pilots. He said, I'm not okay then pulled the handles of the fire suppression system, which are used to stop engine fires and shut off fuel to the engines. One of the pilots quickly grabbed Emerson, while the other declared an in-flight emergency. He initially resisted, but records say Emerson settled down after about a 30-second struggle. Court documents say Emerson wasn't able to fully pull down the handles and fully shut off the engines. If he had, it would have, quote, shut down the hydraulic and the fuel to the engines and turned that aircraft into a glider. Within seconds, witnesses said Emerson peacefully oh, walked to the back of the plane and once seated, he told the flight attendant, you need to cuff me right now or it's going to get bad. So they put his wrist in a pair of flex cuffs. And once the airplane made an emergency landing in Portland, he was put under arrest.
0: And now he's seeing, I'm,
2: I'm sorry, I scared the bleep out of you. Yeah,
4: right.
2: No more shrooms. Yeah. But it was two days before that.
4: Yeah, it yeah was, and he hadn't slept it,
2: for 40
0: hours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is nothing. Keith Richards once went at least a week without sleep.
3: <laughs> Kenny, I know what you're thinking. I thought the same thing, so I did a little research, and the attacks yeah. can last t- 24 or 48 hours, because I thought the same thing. I thought, well, that's weird, uh, with, with psychedelic mushrooms. Do we up, know why he today. took the mushrooms? I, I know yes, people We do have, have... He was depressed. Why saying, not? He, he was depressed. He was recently divorced. He was... Yeah, oh. he's just not having oh. not having fun. You know what, John?
0: Day. He wasn't himself.
2: And now there, you're, there we're, we're seeing news now that microdosing is the way to go to get yourself out of depression. Not I me. don't think I don't think I agree with that. And I, I happen to know some people that have a, a lot of experience with that sort of uh, thing, and uh, I have never heard them say that they were tripping for two to uh, three days.
3: Yeah, well, this they, wasn't like That's what my they say. So. Sometime, sometimes, sometimes
0: <laughs> when you're driving grain carts, does it seem like you've been out there for a year. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Well, I was just wondering if a guy like you would ever drive grain cart and kind of get lost in his thoughts.
4: You just kind of drive into the off the <laughs> corn into the grass. Yeah, yeah,
2: you've received a, a lot of long, lengthy text messages from me when I've been in the grain cart. You can probably answer that yourself.
3: Is that what they call oh, yeah. it? Been in the grain cart? Yeah, no. I, I will say that Kenny shared some, I won't share it on the air, Kenny, but he shared some information with me while I was in Bismarck about what he did in uh, driving uh, last, I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday. Was that it about was the bass
2: It was a bass player, right?
3: Oh, no. Uh, well, was, that's, how, that's how it, was, it started. Oh, yes.
2: it was the murder I committed. Yeah. It was the murder you committed. <laughs> I, I exactly. committed a murder from the, from the tractor. <laughs> when well, well, you're driving
3: the
0: grain cart, yeah, don't you I have to hold the steering wheel? Yeah. Well, how yeah. do you text, then?
1: Well, you're well, going uh, about point two miles an hour.
2: <clears throat> yeah. I, I'm not sure if I should share that murder story or
1: not. Yeah, but, I did. Uh, That's
3: why I didn't want to give the you
2: entire know, town so. is proud of me and patting me on the back and I, I'm a big deal up
3: here. We murder. all thought it was a very good deal in Bismarck. For that, we thought good. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
2: right, think then. I told the other fellas about this, John. All all right. Right. I'm going to guess he got rid of a varmint. I hope so. <laughs> or oh, do I hope so?
1: <laughs> I'm driving in my green car. I, the radio. I pull
2: you oh, John, let's bring Before it back to music. I no. also sent you a text about some bass player. What what song was that? Do you remember?
3: Um, yeah, it was Josie, wasn't
2: it? Oh, oh that's Dan. right. Yeah, who was the yeah.
3: bass player on that on Josie? That that is Chuck Rainey. Uh, have you ever seen? Uh, just see, a minute now. Uh, there's a wonderful 60-minute show uh, that used to be on VH1 called The Making Of. And Yeah, pick I've an seen album. that. Yeah, yeah. You've seen the Asia one, right? Yeah, yeah. Ch- Chuck Rainey shows how he came up with that bass part. And he said Becker and Fagin didn't like slapping a lot. Yeah. So he turned his back to him so they couldn't yeah. hear him slapping. And he'd slap and then Char- and slap.
2: That makes my nipples hard, that song. that 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 every the drumming
3: in that, the guitar playing that is just everything's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyway, there you go. All right, now back to Joe. Now back to Joe. I think it's oh, John. Okay, uh, what do we got? No, you're done. Okay, okay, (laughs) I I guess I'm done. Well, if you want to be fine, and that's the end of the roundups.
0: See, it's the time of year when the center of the American experiment, what.
1: John wanted me to play the whip again.
4: And it's I don't the want end to get of the round. No, We're no, not going to do I don't want to get fired oh, okay. Sorry.
0: Uh, the Center of the American Experiment okay. ha- is uh, undertaking its Golden Turkey Awards. You come up with the biggest waste of Minnesota uh, government money that you can think of and submit that, and you could win the Golden Turkey Award. Uh, if you have an example of ridiculous spending by the government, mine is the surplus, Go to America. It's not very original, is it? No,
4: uh, it's really not. <laughs> go to the <laughs> a lot of thought
0: went into that. Uh, go to the AmericanExperiment dot org slash GoldenTurkey. The center of the American Experiment. They've come up on the show today. They come up frequently. you Should check out their website. We'll be naming the finalists on October thirty in the winter. The winner of the twenty twenty four Golden Turkey Award will be announced November twenty second. Right here on this show. On this show. Right on the- here on Garage Logic. So if you have an example of ridiculous spending by the Minnesota government, and they're not hard to come up with, uh, for example, we're hiring a, uh, somebody to answer phone calls in the event that they're flooded with calls from Ukrainians who are here and uh, looking for some help and advice. Oh, hold, please. You can get a phone <laughs> job just being that person. So uh, go to americanexperiment.org slash golden turkey.
3: Hey, everybody, it's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress free this spring with Factor's Delicious Ready to Eat Meals. You can get their fresh, never frozen, chef crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini and asparagus for the no fuss meals and get rid of the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up just heat and serve my favorite the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need and you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle head to factormeals.com/garage logic50 and use code garage logic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Sujere.
2: Only
0: because they come to us all the way from Mirador, San Jose, Ecuador. From the traveling Lymans at worldwidewaftage.com. Mm-hmm. On this day, October 25th, 1892, James H. Burrell became the first African American member of the St. Paul Police Force and the first
3: documentary, uh, pr- Do- documented African American police officer here in the state. Oh. In
0: 1924, on this day, 10 Charles Evans Hughes, secretary of state and future Supreme Court justice, gave a speech in which he pr- pr- P-R-A.
3: D- oh, the pra- praises President Calvin Coolidge, blasts third party top politics and condemns corrupt politicians in front of 10,000 people in St. Paul.
2: On Are you the new interpreter? What, what's going on? on this day. He speaks Joe. Joe was
3: only going to have half sentences all October day. October 25th. In this day, October 2,
0: 1941, one of my favorite novelists was born in Minneapolis, Mary, Ty- Mary Tyler. Ann Tyler. Anne Tyler. <laughs> she published many popular books, including The Accidental Tourist. What else, John? Breathing Lessons. Dinner at the homesick restaurant, celestial navigation. I've just i enjoyed her immensely, but her most recent one I didn't I could not read. And here wonder, with an in-depth oh, 40, review of 40,
1: 40, 40. Accidental Tourists is Garage Logic's Matthew Mikulski.
4: What's the name of it again? Accidental
1: <laughs> tourist.
4: Oh, I've got I've lived that every day. You know, if you're going to Australia and you hopped on the Austria plane, you're in big trouble, you know? <laughs> Accidentally. You are the accidental tourist. Yeah. tourist yes. and,
0: and Tyler won the Pulitzer Prize in 1989.
3: Yeah, for breathing lessons. Yeah. On they this... turned accidental tourist into a movie, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: On this day. Where are they going today plane. in the
4: plane? <laughs> Where's that accident going to happen?
0: On this day that in t- 1987. In the seventh game of the World Series, uh, the Twins beat the Cardinals with a two. score of 4 to What,
1: John? 4 to 2.
3: Yeah, Chris knows. We'll, we'll right. let him do that one. Right.
1: What was the final play? It was a two hopper to Gary Gaetti that threw to Herbeck for the, the final rat, of the World the Series. Rat, the rat to Herbeck. There you go. Yep.
0: On this day, uh, October 25th, in 1991, Meng Kruung. Founder of the first Cambodian refugee center in Minnesota, died. Born in Prevang, Cambodia,
3: she... Oh, this is a long one, Joe. Yeah. Immigrated to the United States in 1984 and established the Refugee and Immigrant Resource Center in... Farmington. Farmington. In 1993... In 1993... (laughs) The center merged with the Chimer Association of Minnesota to form the United Cambodian Association of Minnesota... Offering cultural, legal, and employment services to refugees and immigrants.
0: And a sad note on this day. Are you talking about October 25th? 2002. While running for a third term, U.S. Senator Paul Wellstone died in a plane crash that was in Hibbing. Uh, he was elected to the Senate in 1990 as a Liberal Democrat. By today's standards, he's a rock rib Republican.
1: That was 21 <laughs> years
4: wow, ago. Wow! How l- look at that change, that political change here in Minnesota. Anyway,
1: Norman Coleman
4: gets in. He would have
0: gladly become uh, a Democratic Socialist. I think he would have maybe would have morphed into one. But at the time, he was a, you know, a, a typical old-line Minnesota Democrat, don't you think, John?
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: You think he would have morphed into that? I do. I think he could have. Yes, I, I see him being a little more common sense. I've told you my story about him, though. He showed me
0: something. I've told you this story. What? I, I, I got to be friends with a guy named Tiger Jack Rosenblum. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. Tiger Jack has a little had a little shack. The shack's still there. On, yeah, Lucky
4: Rosenblum on, uh, runs it now. Dale in 94. Dale
0: in 94. Is Lucky one of his kids? Lucky is one of his kids. And yep. I got to know Tiger. I went and visited him and talked to him. And and uh, Tiger was, uh, oh, a town sage, shall we say, right? Yes. Came up here on a boxcar. He called himself a boxcar boy. That he had a name tag on his toe when he arrived. I mean, it was, it was the old days. Right. And In, in any event, uh, Tiger died, and I went to uh, a spontaneous gathering of people at the shack. Okay. And Wellstone and his wife, no cameras, no press, no TV, they also walked onto the scene because I think they were living over in Cathedral Hill. Okay, so they walked down there, wondering if anything would be going on at tiger jack's shack and and there they were, and I talked to him that night but, and i I thought that was a
4: a gesture of uh, realness, but see you also yes, and you you mind that out of him at his state fair appearances. Yeah. He appeared at every every year with us at the state fair yeah. in the debates, whatever yeah. the case may be, and you saw that he had that. He didn't have that glossy He didn't get um, overcome by the third rail stuff.
0: Uh, again, uh, hardness. Sp- and I don't want to rip him because God bless his memory. But I, I think he was capable of having of of perhaps morphing into a, a full fledged mysterian
4: I'm going to stay with my. All right, that's me. fine. But I do love the quote that George Bush. Uh, who's that little bleep who's that chicken shit yeah who's that chicken is that shit? chicken shit? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well you uh, remember had the, he
0: had a bus he had the green bus remember that oh that yeah it was yep. pat forcia pat forcia that, that whole oh,
2: campaign that's uh, right that's uh, right yeah
4: the little green bus yeah
2: you remember though his first election he promised he would not run again that's and right
4: and then and then he and then did he, i think he uh, okay
2: he got a little about, taste I huh? forgot Be- about that well he said his work was not done yeah
4: well, I, I, again... Uh, but look at how that changed. Norm Coleman gets in. It uh, Palen- affected mm-hmm. Um You and I flew to Washington that day. Yeah. And you guys,
2: is- you remember my Paul story, right? No. Yeah, uh, you're the first to have. No, no. Okay. <laughs> we, when he was running the first time, we had his, his home phone number. And whenever we wanted to talk to him, we'd just call. And, you know, it would ring in the kitchen. Sheila would answer. He, she'd put him on. And then after he'd get off, his handlers would call me super pissed off that yeah. we didn't go through them to get yeah. the interview. Bob would just say, call Paul. Let's see what he says. Yeah. And that's how accessible he was.
4: He was accessible. Well, that's what we do with Betty McCollum right now and Tina Smith. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to. I couldn't identify Betty McCollum in a crowd of two. I've seen Tina Smith twice at the airport. Have God, you ever seen Betty? I've never seen Betty. And they have they have to, when they arrive, they come through right by our office. I have yet to
0: see Betty McCollum in public in the city of St. Paul, Minnesota. Same. And that, she's a career representative. That's just mind-boggling.
4: Did she you hasn't see accomplished what, uh,
2: anything, but she's a career representative. You see what Amy's doing for us? She's bringing a stop to hazing.
4: Let's go! Thank God. Give me
2: that tape.
0: Well, I'm on her side. I think hazing is dreadful. Yeah. But you don't think we've got some bigger issues to contend with? We okay. do. Remember okay. what else Amy went to bat for us? We we kind We're of ended on, up right? defending yeah. the motorcycle industry one time when yep, lead, batteries lead was outlawed and then yep. this prohibited dealers from selling the bikes yes. because mini bikes the kids would eat the battery or something yep. and, and uh <laughs> Uh, Amy, Amy jumped word. all over oh, that. Boom. Yeah. Hook line and singer. But she's off my list now. I don't I don't count Amy anymore as a friend. Well, she was never she would say she was a friend. I would say she was a friend. But I don't count her anymore. I don't trust her. Uh she she was one who she fell into the trap of saying if you don't vote for Democrats, we'll have worse hurricanes. Right. That that was the end for me. Not true. That was the end for me. So see ya.
4: Thanks, Gellers. Trying to say, Amy, See you later. you're not minute.
2: getting
1: a Christmas card. Was that on the air?
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs> damn! I thought we were done. I forgot
4: too. <laughs> I thought we were just doing town council. Jeez.
2: <laughs> I hope I didn't say anything awful. Oh.
4: No. oh. I would have stopped you. Hey, nothing's gonna stop you from going to the YouTube page of Garage Logic and subscribing for free. Nothing's gonna stop you to go to the GarageLogic.com and signing up for sight.
1: the town council ahead of our second annual meeting.
4: Yeah, that's a tatter. So you can learn more about it at GarageLogic.com. Sign it's up. It's gonna be an actual council meeting. It'll be and you know what? It'll be informative. Yeah. Also at GarageLogic.com, we've got Garage Logic Garb. The 30 years of common sense, knack hardware and lounge, Garage Logic Bolt Works. We got it all. Check it all out at cha I need questions from all of you
0: that will.